What's up, beautiful people? Right now, you are listening to the voice of a cell Jean-Pierre Jr., also known as Cells. Listen, if y'all trying to follow me on any social media, my Instagram is CellsJP, S-E-L-Z-J-P. My Facebook is my name, Acel Jean-Pierre Jr. Type my name into YouTube, you'll find my channel. I speak, I play, I produce. So if you need any of those things, please feel free to hit me up. You can hit me up through social media on my business email, which is cellsjpinc at gmail.com. S-E-L-Z-J-P-I-N-C at gmail.com. Check out my hashtags, cellspeaks, cells and keys, which is S-E-L-Z-N-K-E-Y-Z, and cells produces. Looking forward to connecting with you guys. All right, be blessed. All right, all right. Y'all know what time it is. And if y'all rocking with me still, right, listen, I'm glad that you guys are here. Please continue to uh, share with all your friends and family, your audience. You know, we want to use this this platform to just be edifying and being a blessing to the people. So if you enjoying this, leave your reviews, you know, um, let us know what you think. Listen, we ain't afraid of critique. So if you like it, you love it, you hate it, let us know. We'll take it. And we'll go from there. But if there's definitely a blessing, you know, don't just keep it to yourself. Share it with your friends, your fam, repost it on your social media. You know how it works. You know how it works. But again, we going, you know what it is, it sell speaks. So um, last time I was talking to y'all, we was doing um, tips for marriage, all right? And I kind of felt like it was going to be a multi-part parter. So uh, this is tips for marriage part two. And um, so prior, we were talking about, you know, not justifying your actions and and feeling like just because somebody does something, it gives you the right to retaliate in a certain way. And that's really attached to a much larger concept that I want to share with you guys. And it's uh it's it's one that God taught me, you know, prior to me getting married. <clears throat> and it's this, and I want you guys to take a second and really hear me. We don't love people for who they are. We don't love people for what they do. We love people because God loves us. I'm saying to you again, we don't love people for who they are or what they do. We love people because God loves us. Yo, what's up? What does that even mean? I got you. I got you. So this is what it means. It means I don't love my wife because she prays or she reads the Bible, or because she's beautiful, or because she's kind, or because she can cook. Because if I love her for those reasons, then what do I do when she doesn't do those things? Like, if I love my wife because she's kind, then what do I do when she's not kind? What am I going to do, God forbid, something happens and she loses her beauty? What am I going to do if, you know... She she no longer decides she wants to cook anymore. If these were the reasons that my love for her was rooted in, I'm going to have a problem. But if I love her for reasons that have nothing to do with her, then my love for her can stay consistent. And see, the reason God showed me that is because, again, we as human beings, we're always looking for justifications. We're always looking for reasons. We're fickle. We're, we're not consistent. You see what I'm saying? So because we're not consistent... Um, see, even Siri's listening. That's funny. But um, even be, because we're not consistent, all right, if you love a human being for certain reasons, those reasons will never hold up. They'll never hold up. As you grow older, your looks change. 
different seasons in life allow for different things. So maybe, you know, when you guys just got married and it was just y'all two, she was cooking every day, you know, never had leftovers. But then after three kids, it's like, yo, she don't even cook that much, you know, or maybe she cooks a whole lot of food and y'all eating leftovers for three days. And it's like, if your affections for her were waning, your love was rooted in the wrong place. But when you love her because God loves you, that's where it becomes beautiful. Why? Because it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how you do it. It doesn't matter how good you were today or how bad you were. God's love for you never wavers. It never changes. God just loves you. So the, the beauty in that is if God can love you like that, that's the love that God is calling us to have for our spouses. You cannot love them for who they are. We are flawed human beings. We will always give you a reason to love less. People will always give you a reason. And if you're looking for a reason, you always find it. But now if you're saying to yourself, yo, yo, you know what? I don't even love you for you. I love you because God loves me. So because God loves me and his love for me is consistent no matter what I do, I'm going to love you. Now, I, d- I definitely got to explain that because I don't want people out there thinking, oh, yo, you know, I had a seller saying that I love a person no matter what they do. So even though they disrespected me and, and, and mistreating me and abusing me verbally, emotionally, all that, I got to stay. No, 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 no. Because the way this works, right, it's something I call the hierarchy of love. Okay. And what happens is in the hierarchy of love, Whatever is at the top of your affections will always dictate your answers. So what does that mean? So, for example, for me, at the hierarchy of love for me is God. I love God before anything else. So because I love God, after God comes myself. I love God. I love myself. And then comes my family. Okay? So what does that mean? It means everything I do always answers to whatever is at the top. So because I love God, everything I do, I'm trying to show favor or or do what God would approve of. So when it comes to me loving my wife, because I love God, anything I do towards my wife has to be what God would want me to do. I'm going to quote unquote do what's best for God. And the reason it works is well because God tells me, to love my wife like God, Christ loved the church. So I will never mess up in that aspect. Not to say I won't mess up in life. Obviously, see, I'm human. I'm flawed. But if my actions are constantly being dictated by the person who's at the top, which is God, oh, I'll always be straight because that's the guiding light. So it'll make more sense when I flip it, right? And and I, and, and, and I'll also explain to you, like, I, actually, before I jump there, let me explain to you why I say God, myself, and then my family and my wife, right? Because I cannot love someone if I don't love myself. You have to love yourself. Why do you have to love yourself? Because you have to, if you don't find any value in yourself, how can you be the best that you can be for the people around you? It's like if you don't think that your love is valuable, that your affection means something, that your words have power, that they have impact, how could you ever be able to be your best self with your family? Because in order to love your family, it's because you understand that they need you, that they treasure you, that your presence in their life matters. If you don't think your presence 
matters, if it's not valuable, then you'll easily distance yourself away from them because you think it's inconsequential. See, in order for you to bring value to people, you have to first feel like you have value because if you feel like you don't have value, you won't even know what to do. So you just be there aimlessly present because, you know, it's theoretically the right thing to do, but you're not really there because you don't know what to bring. But when you understand that you are beautifully and wonderfully made and you have value and you have all the importance in the world, then now you can bring who you are to the people that matter the most to you. So that's why you have to first love God and you have to first love yourself. And why is that also important? Because you have to do what's best for you. So now I'm going to show you when your hierarchy switches. So now, okay, when you love God, all of your actions Okay, when God is at the top of your hierarchy, all of your actions are dictated by the fact that you love God. So you would want to fornicate, but because you love God first, even though that may be a a you desire, maybe that's something you want, you will not do that because you don't want to disrespect the love that you have for God. Because God is the the one you love the most and he's at the top. There are certain things that you will not do out of respect for the fact that you love God. So now let's see what happens when we flip it. So let's see what happens when we put ourselves at the top. Okay, so now when you put yourself at the top, what happens is you're always doing what's best for you. Doesn't matter how anybody else feels. You just always want to do what works for you. Why? Because you love yourself more than anything. See, when you love God more than anything, you're always going to go by the tenets that God has for you. And the, what God calls us to is not to love prayer and, and, and Bible study more than our families. Not at all. Not at all. And it's, it actually, God tells us to invest in our family, invest in our children, to be there present. It's not about being in church 24-7. It's about being a father to your children, being a husband to your wife, vice versa. So when you love yourself, you're doing everything that is best for you and you alone. So, yeah, you could love your wife, but she becomes secondary. So even though God will tell you, look, don't gossip, you want to gossip. And so because you love yourself first, because at the hierarchy of love, you're at the top, you do whatever you want, even if it costs the people who are under. So number one would be you. Number two, let's say is your family. Number three is God. So you're going to do what's best for you, even though it may be disrespectful to your family and to, to, to God. Then you're going to do what's best for your family, even though it's disrespectful to God. But you'll never do what's disrespectful to yourself. Why? Because you love yourself more than anything. So now let's flip it. And this is what happens in a lot of relationships where we love our partner more than everything. And so now this is what creates serious issues because... You're always going to do what's best for the person who is at the top of your hierarchy. You're always going to do what you feel is best. So now what happens is if you feel like your partner or the person that you're dating, your boyfriend or girlfriend is, is at the top. If they're at the hierarchy of your, of, of your, uh, the hierarchy of your love, right? You're always going to do what you feel is best for them, even though it may contradict what's best for you. And what's best for God. Why? Because you put them at the top. So what does that mean? It means that you know that this person shouldn't talk to you the way they talk to you. You know that how they treat you isn't right. 
But you know what you do? You stay in that situation because you feel like you being in that person's life is what's best for them because you love them so much. And because you're so good for them, you feel like you need to be in their life. Neglecting the fact that it's not what's best for you and it's not what's best for what God is calling for you. So you're still in that in, in that same relationship. You know what I mean? You're, you're telling yourself, you know, I'm not trying to have sex for marriage, uh, sex before marriage, right? And you know that's something that God calls you to, but you will sacrifice that. Why? Because they're at the top. So because they're at the top, it's dictating everything else you do in, in relation to all the other relationships that you have. And so where we get screwed up is when we start putting anything besides God at the top. And not even understanding what God calls us to when he's at the top. When another person is at the top, you could be with someone who's horrible for you. But because you feel like you're what's good for them, you will stay in a situation that's that's just the absolute worst. Okay? When you put yourself at the top, you just become a supremely selfish human being who just does whatever they want. But see, when you put God at the top, you put God at the top, all your actions become dictated by him, his morals, his principles. And then after him comes yourself. Because what does the Bible say? It says, love God, love your neighbor as yourself. So even though yourself is at the end of that verse, love your neighbor as yourself. That means you cannot even begin to love your neighbor until you begin to love yourself. So God gives us the formula right there. Love God, one. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love yourself, two. Then when you love yourself, you can love your neighbor. And your neighbor, they vary in different degrees. Your family, your spouse, your children, etc. all of that. Associates. So when you have the right hierarchy, everything functions. So for everybody listening right now, like I want you guys to take a second, you know what I mean, and ask yourself, like, who is at the hierarchy of my love? Is it me? Am I the one? Do I always do what's best for me, regardless of how detrimental it may be to the people around me? Is it um, people? Am I always doing what's best for people, even though it's debilitating to me? You know, I know I should stay home and study, but my friends are asking me to go out. So I go out to make them happy, even though I know that's the worst thing I could have done. Or, you know, going back to the example of when you're at the top, you know, what I mean, uh, what's a good example? Um, oh, oh, you're the friend. You're the friend who it's your birthday and one of your friends has a major test to study for. And you're telling that friend, yo, come on, come on, knowing that they have a major test that's super important to them, but you don't care because you want them to celebrate you. Or is it or is it God? Which would tell you, OK, look, it's OK to celebrate your birthday. That's OK. But I need you to love that person as yourself. How would you feel if you were in their shoes? Empathize. And see, that's such an important word that really don't get enough playtime. Empathize. The ability to feel or attempt to feel how someone else feels. So in in part two of, you know, I mean, tips for marriage, I want to add that one to the dossier. You know, I mean, it's understanding your hierarchy of love who's at the top who's dictating your actions we cannot love people for who they are human beings are fickle we're not consistent we mess up we fall short 
One day we're this way, next day we might be another way. But if you love a person because God loves you, God will always love you. And that's consistent. That never changes. And when you love people because God loves you, it will allow your love and your actions for others to be consistent. So once you think about that, you know, let me know how y'all feel. And we're going to keep going. I don't know. We might even have a part three on this joint. It's getting fun. But you already know what time it is. Hope y'all enjoying yourselves. Cell Speaks. Like what you heard, right? What I need you to do is, one, subscribe to this podcast. Two, share it with somebody. Don't be greedy now. Three, I need to join SOP's social media family. Instagram, SOP underscore Ministry HCL. Facebook and YouTube, SOP Ministry HCL. Get our original songs available on all streaming media. You want to give us a financial donation to help push this cause forward? We appreciate that. Send us that cash app at dollar sign SOP Ministry HCL. Be blessed, family. See y'all next week.